0: Hi, I'm Katie Marquette, and you're listening to Born of Wonder. And here there is something more than just a transient experience. It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. The mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. I have a dream that one day yes. this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal. Yes. slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream. Then I was young and unafraid and dreams were made and used and wasted. There was no ransom to be More and by sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. It is a consummation devoutly to be wished to die, to sleep. Yeah. Ah, to sleep perchance, to dream. Aye, there's the rub. And welcome to Born of Wonder. I'm Katie Marquette. Starting today's podcast with an audio medley there of, uh, of different, different uh, ideas about dreaming. We have um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s famous I Have a Dream speech. We have uh, I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables. And we have Anthony Hopkins reciting from Hamlet. Wow, what a um, powerhouse of voices and ideas, there, right? So, um, I'm so excited to talk to you about this topic. I'm so excited to be recording. Um, I want to sort of apologize for the month of May. I feel like that was a little bit of a cop-out month for me, Um, (laughs) you know, because I re-aired something and then I just sort of roped Chris in to have a chat with me and, you know, I wanted to give more time um, to the podcast, but it just wasn't happening. Um, Just have to be realistic about that sometimes. It's often why I include the kids, um, you know, if that's when I have time to record and they're around, that's, you know, they make it onto onto the podcast because I just want to, um, you know, people to know that like the reality of having a family and doing creative work is sometimes messy like that and sort of created and uh, done with the the help of other people and and, in bursts of of time when you have a little bit of time here and there so that's just the way it is so um, I appreciate uh, you all following along uh, anyway so um, I think for the month of June actually all summer i'm going to be doing just one podcast a month um because i want to enjoy the summer i want to (laughs) uh, it's already becoming very booked and i'm trying um, to not live like that i've had a few thoughts recently about sort of the importance of a free schedule i think especially if you're a parent of little children uh, i tell people all the time i say spontaneity works best for me because i never know how any one day is going to go Um, and nowadays, you know, you have to book, you know, to see a friend, you've got to be booking them, like, a w- weeks, weeks, and maybe even a month or two in advance, and then you can carve out, like, an afternoon or something like that, which is kind of crazy, but I get it because that's how it is for me, but um, what works so much better when i'm able to do it is if you know hey say both the kids are napping really well and i just i actually have a couple hours or the babies went to bed early or something um the that sort of spontaneity that i could call somebody and say hey i'm actually free do you want to come over can we go grab a drink or something um you know that is is great but we can only do that if um we have uh, a free schedule if we we sort of stay available um to give ourselves that time and to also give other people the chance to reach out and say, hey, are you free? And if you are booked every hour of the day, it's just it's not going to happen. So there's going to be so many missed opportunities. So that's my, that's my little, little spiel on that is, is, is to not get too booked up this summer and to, uh, enjoy having, giving yourself a little bit of space. So that's what I'm going to do with the podcast. Going to do, just do one podcast a month and hopefully though it'll be like a more produced involved episode, um, because I will have the time to do that. And I'm also going to pre-record some interviews and reach out to people and plan. And, um, that way we'll really just hit the ground running with, um, the fall. So That is the plan. Um, If you would like more Born of Wonder content, I am over on Substack writing, writing away, and uh, I do share a sound escape uh, featuring a poet and music and uh, all kinds of good stuff uh, every month. So this month was WH Auden. I shared one of my favorite poems, which is uh, the more loving one. So uh, if you'd like to, you know, still be getting a bit more uh, Born of Wonder, the thing to do is to go over to Substack and consider subscribing over there. Um, Um, But today's topic is dreams and uh, I'm thinking about this topic for a number of reasons but one of them is that um, I was just, we were singing Row 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 Your Boat. you know and life is but a dream and when you are with a toddler and a baby and you sing that song 50 times you'll start thinking about that refrain and start thinking what does that mean life is but a dream so first of all I'm going to play you a really fun clip here of um, Bing Crosby and Ella Fitzgerald uh, singing row 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 your boat so just enjoy this row, row, row your boat gently down the stream merrily merrily merrily, merrily, merrily. Row your boat gently down the stream Merrily, 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 merrily Life is but a dream Row your, your, your little boat So that's so great there um the again stream, Bing Crosby roll, and Elephist Carroll Row 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 your boat uh so fun um much better than my rendition in this house but uh we still have fun with it too so you know there's no like sort of great backstory to to row row your boat when i looked up the the sort of the backstory of it i was hoping there would be some like amazing story about it but there's really not (laughs) it's just it's a folk song that was penned by uh american author and teacher oh she has quite a name let me tell you i think it's i think it's a woman it her name is ella fallet ella oram light Can you believe that? E-L-I-P-H-A-E-L-E-T That's a unique name, so in 1852. And uh, there's all kinds of versions, you know, people sub in different things and stuff like that. You know, one of the ones that Jojo and I listen to, the kids' version, it's like, you know, tickle, tickle, tickle your boat. (laughs) Um, But the most common one, of course, is row, row, row your boat, gently down the stream, merrily, 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 life is but a dream. So what does life is but a dream mean? Uh, It might mean that life is fleeting, ephemeral, like a dream. Uh, It could also suggest that our... Uh, perceptions of the world around us are not always reliable or real um uh might be living some kind of illusion life is just a dream uh but I think probably the more lighthearted interpretation is the right one of just you know life is uh you know we're just sailing along you know um just like Dory you know and Nemo just keep swimming just keep swimming you know just life is a dream um, is a nice little dream, a pretty little dream I think Ella sung there, so uh, that is one interpretation of it. So I was thinking about dreams because of that song, but of course the idea of dreams goes so far beyond, uh, beyond this sweet little refrain in Row 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 Your Boat. Dreams, what are they? What happens when we fall asleep? Um, we still don't know, right? Religions have their own ideas about them. Uh, some religions believe it's God's way of talking to you, can be. Uh, think of the dreams of St. Joseph. I did do an episode about that. Uh, many, many prophets, you know, heard God through dreams. Uh, the Buddha had had premonitions and dreams, uh, Hinduism. Uh, some some different ideas going on and different stories of the different gods, but there is an idea uh, that the, that. It- it can be potentially the time when the soul leaves the body uh and wanders in elsewhere to other worlds so lots of ideas about dreams here about nightmares about what they mean um I've had such strange dreams lately I think because um when the baby isn't sleeping well and I'm up a lot Chris had this theory he's like uh when you get up a lot you know I just feel like you remember your dreams more too that's the other thing um is that we are all dreaming all the time but whether or not we remember those dreams is um you know it it, it depends um and I'm remembering them a lot probably just because I wake up so much out of REM cycles um and I remember the dreams and they're they're bizarre you know dreams are so strange I mean that I I've had beautiful dreams um really lovely dreams I've had nightmares but most of them are just they're just strange you know they have that that otherworldly quality to them, Um, time functions differently, people from different areas of your life are showing up Um, you know sometimes I mean a lot I I see my mom a lot in dreams you know um, often just as a side character Uh, you know so so sort of the 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 it's it's a blurry time right we've talked about thin places on this podcast before this concept of thin places and dreams dreaming the act of dreaming is a thin place in time right where the walls the barriers between life and death and this world and other worlds and everything are sort of falling down Um, so just sort of creatively culturally religiously spiritually dreams hold so much meaning to us Um, and of course many just sort of anecdotally you know we all know if it hasn't happened to us personally if somebody who had a dream of something that happened or uh, it's, it's, it's sort of a strange area of our mind to think that there's sort of this, this, all these thoughts and ideas and images brewing in our subconscious. And of course Freud and Jung and, uh, would, would really focus on that unconscious aspect of dreaming. That the subconscious is active in that moment and that dreams sort of give you the opportunity to explore ideas that maybe you wouldn't explore in your, in your waking life, right? I always thought it was interesting, you know, with, with Young, uh, he had these, this idea of sort of universal symbols and things that would appear in dreams would mean certain things. And, uh, I, that never quite made sense to me because, you know, people in different contexts, different images, different ideas are going to mean different things based on people's own, uh, experiences, but they have found, which I find very interesting that, um, that people sort of the nature of dreams is very similar across all um, cultures and uh, that, that, that sort of even if the images aren't exactly the same or don't mean the same thing to different people um, that that people are sort of dreaming about the same sort of things and the most common thing uh, that people are dreaming about are uh, anxious, anxious things, they're, 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 they're living in anxiety, they're rehearsing anxious scenarios. There's a very famous Hall study, uh, which went on from the 1940s to 1985. Uh, Calvin S. Hall collected more than 50,000 dream reports Um, and uh, he published the content analysis of dreams uh, and they studied uh, all these dreams and sort of looked for patterns and things like that. Um, So what was really interesting is that the results indicated that participants um, from varying parts of the world demonstrated a lot of similarity in their dream content. And like I said, the most common emotion experienced in dreams was anxiety. Uh, other emotions include abandonment, anger, fear, joy, and happiness. Negative emotions were much more common than positive ones. I also wonder about, um, again, with the memory, is sort of the way, unfortunately, it works in our waking hours, too, is that sort of negative uh, negativity impacts us more right, um, it, it, we remember that more so I sort of wonder uh, if we're, we're having you know many very pleasant dreams but we don't wake up in a uh, state of stress or anxiety so we just don't remember them as much um, but Uh, and here's something really interesting. People who are blind from birth do not have visual dreams. Um, and of course that makes total sense. They've never seen, they've never seen with their eyes. So their dream contents are related to other senses, hearing, touch, smell, taste. So think about that. That's something to really think about about what it would be like to have a purely auditory, auditory dream or something including smell and taste. Um, because when I think of my dreams, they're so visual, um, and uh, sort of visual and emotionally charged. Uh, So we have this whole idea of dreams, we could just go on and on, but um, yeah, just this sort of otherworldly nature of dreams and that sort of these other worlds exist in our subconscious, it's just, it's fascinating to me. Um, But uh, of course, when in sort of that um, collage I shared in the beginning, of course, the term dream is being used differently there, right? When Martin Luther King Jr said I have a dream he's not talking about the dream he had last night he's talking about a vision he has for the future a hope he has and that is a very different way of understanding the uh, understanding the idea of dreams. Um, Aristotle said hope is a waking dream Uh, and then we have daydreaming you know that and that requires daydreaming requires an act of the will right that you sort of voluntarily go somewhere else. That the day if you're if you're daydreaming the day away, right? Or you're daydreaming in class, if you got trouble in trouble for daydreaming, you were not where you physically are. Just as um, when you're sleeping and having a dream, you are not physically in that place. Your mind is elsewhere. So think of that. Hope is a waking dream. So think about that in the context of what Martin Luther King Jr. was talking about sort of we create these dreams dreams uh an idea a vision a reality um that doesn't exist but exists in our minds and so he's saying i have a dream um that this will happen uh very so powerful if you haven't ever listened to the whole thing um i i recommend it It's, it's what an amazing speaker he was um and same thing in Les Mis, right? Uh, Fantine is, you know, I dreamed a dream. She she dreamed, uh, she had a hope for her life, a vision for her life that uh, was um, destroyed, that, that, that didn't come to fruition, um, very sad. Uh, and then we have in Hamlet, you know, the this vision of dreams, um, in death you know in for in that sleep of death what dreams may come this sort of promise of again dream a dreamscape as being a place of another world the potential of another world another reality um, and death being sort of the ultimate dream um, the potential for the ultimate dream Uh, so that's that that's very very compelling Um, Uh, Van Gogh said, I dream my painting and I paint my dream. So dreams again here being represented as the realm of the artistic, of the creative, um, maybe again things you can't quite access uh, with your sort of rational waking mind. I dream my painting and I paint my dream and um, you think you look at a Van Gogh and you think about how he's painting a dream it's it, that's such a beautiful idea because his paintings do they do depict reality but in a way that's sort of like on fire with color and shape and imagery and, and it evokes certain emotions and um, you can see sort of the paint coming alive on the page with the stroke of, of his brush or the way he used movement. Um, think about that as a dream as a dreamscape um, and that's that's sort of how dreams feel right real but not real and that's really interesting to think about dreams in the context of art uh, just a sweet quote I always have loved from A. A.A. Milne from Winnie the Pooh I think we dream so we don't have to be apart for so long if we're in each other's dreams we can be together all the time very, very sweet. Chris and I used to joke that we would, you know, we'd say good night and say, you know, meet you, <laughs> meet you somewhere in this dream. <laughs> so um, if only we could record, if only we could control our dreams to that extent, right, where we could uh, meet each other. Wow, that's a really interesting idea for a story about if you could meet people in dreams sort of specifically, right? So hmm, that's something to think about. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe said, all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. That's one of those quotes that I feel like I read and it sounds good, but it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> I love you Poe, but what are you saying? Okay, all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. Uh, so I, you know, this is sort of the idea of layered reality, right? Um, we're, we're, when, when, when you were a baby in your mother's womb, you probably didn't know that there was a whole other world, uh, that you were about to enter very soon. Like all you knew was what was in front of you and actually babies dream in the womb, which I, th- I find very fascinating. They think that babies dream. Uh, I always thought about that when I was pregnant, that I, that I was holding somebody else's dreams. <laughs> um, so, uh, so here is the idea again, like I was saying, layered reality, you know, is, uh, so, so if you, you only know what you see and then you're sleeping, you have another dream, but there might be a whole other dream world beyond that, um, but here's a nice reminder from J.K. Rowling, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live, wise advice from Dumbledore, so don't get too obsessed with this idea of the Matrix, uh, uh, dream within a dream, um, C.S. Lewis, to know that one is dreaming is to no longer be perfectly asleep, uh, that's, that's so great, um, I've been thinking about that recently, actually, just how many times in scripture it says to stay awake, you know, wake up, stay awake, and I often think about, um, the sublime, um, like sort of the Wordsworthian romantic idea of the sublime, the idea of encounter with beauty, with wonder, with God, um, and how those are moments when you wake up because we sort of, we sleepwalk a lot in our lives, don't we? We sort of, we, 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 we get in routines, we, um, we zone out. We just, we're, we're busy. We're, we've got those packed schedules, like I said. One thing leads to the other, and it takes sort of either big life events. Um, you know, we always say with both of our babies how strange, um, you know, those days in the hospital were and those early newborn days. It feels like it's outside of time. It feels like a dream uh, because it is so strange, um, strange and beautiful and wonderful and all those things, um, and just so outside of our normal state of things so those moments wake us up right um just like a beautiful piece of art or a beautiful moment outside or uh listening to some some beautiful chant at church or something that like these things can like wake us up they wake us up stay awake so there's c.s lewis to know that one is dreaming is to no longer be perfectly asleep so this idea again sort of the poe idea there of like that things we encounter it's not everything that we are that um, much of our lives is as a dream is you know that it's not as real as it seems a dream seems very very real when you're in it Um, and uh, it's that moment when you realize you're dreaming that you wake up right so uh, and then you're into the other world if you've seen the movie Inception you know about this concept you create the world of the dream we bring the subject into that dream and they fill it with their subconscious. How could I ever acquire enough detail to make them think that it's reality? Well, dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something was actually strange. Let me ask you a question. You you never really remember the beginning of a dream, do you? You always wind up right in the middle of what's going on. I guess, yeah. So how did we end up here? well we just came from the uh think about it ariadne how did you get here where are you right now sort of a flawed movie um in some ways in many ways but it's really good it's really good i i'm i'm a big uh christopher nolan fan i I like the 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 booming Hans zimmer soundtrack and the uh just sort of his idea is dark imagery and playing with worlds and things like that um so I guess my idea actually has been done where I said you know what if you could go meet somebody on purpose in a dream well they already did that in Inception so if you haven't seen that movie I recommend it uh Leonardo DiCaprio uh really really good enjoyed it I remember the first time I saw it in theaters um with my sister way back when and uh it was so strange they actually there was like a fire drill or something or some false thing where we had to evacuate the theater like in the middle of the movie which just felt so appropriate for that movie because it was so strange we were like is this a dream are we in a dream right now because this is so odd i've never had this happen at a movie theater um but anyway so this has just been uh one one long sort of uh ramble here um but I wanted to put all these ideas in your head you know that's 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 one of my goals with the podcast is to remind us all about the things that inspire wonder in the world to look at things that we think we understand we all are dreaming every night and to just sort of look again at them uh or look at the idea say you have a dream for your life what are the dreams for your life what is the american dream what does this mean uh what does row 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 your boat mean i'm going to keep thinking about these things so i hope that you do too and uh I hope it's inspired uh inspired you to go down one of these mini rabbit holes you know that that's that that, that's my goal is to present you with these things so that you can go explore for yourself i want to end today's episode with um some beautiful music um from from meet joe black which i meet i Probably talked about this movie before. It's with Brad Pitt. He plays Death. He plays Death, who decides he's going to take a holiday, um, and uh, come join the land of the living, see what this life thing is all about, and um, he he lives the good life with a man na- named um, Bill Parrish, who's very very rich and successful. He decides this guy must know what life is all about. I'm going to follow him around because he has a you know a wonderful life. And he does, he does have a wonderful life, but it's really it's not because of his wealth or his success. It's because of the strength of his relationship and specifically this beautiful relationship he has with his daughter, Susan, who uh, death in the form of Brad Pitt falls in love with. So it's a very long movie. It has some strange moments and everything, but it has such a beautiful soundtrack. And I find the message of it very, very compelling. And, um, I thought of it because of Anthony Hopkins of that clip from, uh, of him reciting from Hamlet and Anthony Hopkins plays Bill Parrish in the movie. And he does such a wonderful job. And there's this scene when he's talking about, um, his late wife and how she knew, just how to make the right sandwiches, she, she would make these cold lamb sandwiches that nobody else did and she understood uh, little things like that and I it's just a really sweet moment it's like a detail that only another like that someone very close to somebody would know um, the way she she sort of would, would cut the bread or something like that um, and that that's sort of like that's actually what life is all about not all the big things but you know somebody who takes care of you, you take care of each other, um, and that this is this is the soundtrack. It's, the track is called Cold Lamb Sandwich um, by Thomas Newman, and I think it's just beautiful. So um, plenty of recommendations there for you. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful month of June. Um, it's still not too hot, so uh, we've had a few hot days, but overall, I really can't complain. It's really not bad. Um, my sister-in-law is getting married this month. That's exciting. Um, Trying to stay on top of all the weeding, trying to read every now and then, trying to help the baby sleep—you know, <laughs> things are happening. Um, so again, I'm—I want to encourage you to to build in space where you can uh, into into summer, which can quickly, I feel like, just get just as busy as every other time of the year. You know, the, everybody gets off school and everything else, and you say, "Oh, I have so much time," and suddenly you're just as booked up as ever. So. As always, find me at bornofwonder.com. You can uh, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I would also so appreciate if you left a review for the podcast on iTunes. And these sort of strange algorithms reviews are absolutely everything. Um, you can go to Patreon, support me for $2 a month, go to Substack, check out my writing. Actually, just, I wrote recently a piece that, um, a lot of people were commenting on, having discussions about, which is why I think it's so strange to raise a family in the U.S. Uh, I wrote about these, uh, speaking of death, <laughs> I actually brought up Meet Joe Black in this essay that I wrote about, uh these tech innovators who want to cheat death and what what I think about that uh so I've been writing about that I shared some updates in my newsletter all that is available um uh, at Substack all this stuff I put in the show notes um so yeah just I hope you I hope you have a great start to summer and uh I will be back again with you soon thank you so much for listening as always I'm Katie Marquette And here there is something more than just a transient experience. It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. The mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing.